Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It is an unfortunate reality, but a truth nonetheless, living in a sinful, broken world, that scams are everywhere. They are all around us, people trying to take advantage of us at every opportunity. So I want to begin by just taking a straw poll. If you or someone you know has ever heard of or experienced these, just nod your head, raise your hand, do something like that. How many of you or someone you know have ever received an email from someone claiming to be a Nigerian or a Saudi prince saying that if you wire them money, they're due to get a really big inheritance. And if you wire them money, they'll send you a car through the mail as soon as you deliver them some money. Anyone? Heard of that one before? Or how about, how many of you have heard a call, had a voicemail, or before we even get there, how many of you even pick up the phone anymore if it's a number that you don't recognize? That should be a statement about what I'm trying to say, right? But how many of you have mistakenly picked up the phone or heard a voicemail and heard a message from your auto warranty company saying, your warranty is about to expire, your protection is about to lapse, and you are not covered. Your protection has ended, right? We heard of that one before? You can't even walk into Sam's Club anymore through the aisle without being accosted by somebody from the energy supplier company wanting you to sign a new contract there on the spot, Right? People even pose as the IRS itself and saying, if you make a deal with us today, we will forgive your debt. We will pardon you if only you pay some money today, right? It's so bad that even a few weeks ago, I had to stand in front of you and say, hey, somebody posing as me, your pastor, was asking you for gift cards. Send them directly to me. Don't tell anybody else, right? That's how bad it is in today's world. Scams are all around us. We are constantly bombarded with messages claiming to have our best interest at heart. They claim to offer us three things, really, when you boil it down. They claim to offer us peace, pardon, or protection. Peace, pardon, and protection. And often, that seems too good to be true. So often, most often, it is too good to be true. Because when you need them the most, these people offering you these promises are nowhere to be found. In that moment of crisis, when you need them the most, they simply don't show up. They leave you hanging. Misleading, malicious, manipulative Messages are delivered all the time, trying to take advantage of us, trying to get something from us. And especially when these messages, these messengers, prey on those who are vulnerable, when we see these scams work and come to fruition, it seems like every so often we hear about somebody locally or in our state that has fallen prey to one of these that loses their life savings and has no recourse. It's simply just gone. It's enough to make us frustrated, angry, 
uncertain, and distrustful of those who are around us. We live in a sinful, broken world where it seems like everyone all the time is working an angle. It's trying to sell us something, get something from us. And it can feel like we are wandering around in the wilderness, not knowing where to go, not knowing who we can trust. It's into that wilderness that Isaiah's message comes to us today, that distrustful place. Listen again to Isaiah's message in chapter 40. Comfort. Comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received double from the Lord's hand for all her sins. Behold, the Lord comes with might, and his arm rules for him. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. These are some of the most beautiful words in Scripture. Some of my most favorite words. It paints such a beautiful picture of our God and the message of peace and comfort that he seeks to bring us. But living in that distrustful place that you and I do, sometimes the sinful, normal, natural part of our brain hears these words from God through the mouth of Isaiah, and says, yeah, I've heard promises like that before, but they were all too good to be true. These words from God, they speak to the deep longing and need that we have for the brokenness that we experience to be dealt with, to be set aside, to be taken away. These words from God offer those same three things that those malicious messengers do. Peace, pardon, and protection. These words of promise were originally spoken by God through the mouth of Isaiah to the Israelites, God's people who were held captive in Babylon for decades generations of God's people had their lives go by where all they knew was not the promised land that God had given them, but they had been allowed by God to be carried off into a foreign place as punishment for their failure to honor God and to worship him as they should. God had allowed them to be carried away into exile, walked through a wilderness and a desert, to a dark place far from home as their punishment for sin. But now, years later, through the mouth of Isaiah, a light would break into that darkness of exile and speak the words they so desperately longed for and needed to hear. 
want you to notice that it is God himself who is making these promises. Yes, it's Isaiah's writing, but Isaiah makes clear that this is a message from God for his people. So really, it was God speaking to his people in their wilderness exile and promising them those three things. Peace, pardon, and protection. Their warfare would end. Their sins would be pardoned. Their iniquity dealt with. And God himself would be their protector. He would come with his almighty strength and guard his people from the malicious, manipulative messages and messengers that sought to take advantage of them. As we live in that same world today, marked by darkness, sin, and brokenness, the messages and messengers that bombard us offer us those same three promises, peace, pardon, and protection. But you and I both know they so often, almost always, fail. They promise to be the solution to our problems, and yet in that moment of crisis and need, they are nowhere to be found. They fall short see the messages that we receive, the messengers in our world today, they only take from us. They deepen the darkness that we experience. They promise to be the solution, the only one that can solve the problem, and yet they fail. They leave us lonely, isolated, and even further in the darkness, sinfulness, and brokenness of this world. So as we continue this Advent season preparing our hearts for Jesus' coming at Christmas, it's this same message of God spoken through Isaiah so long ago that is just as much for you and for me today as it was for those first hearers so long ago. God delivers those same promises to you today. But you see, this message from Isaiah, from God himself, it's different. It's different than the messages we hear in our day and time. Because the one who speaks it, the messenger, is different too. He is unlike anyone else. You see, we can trust this messenger, the one who speaks in Isaiah chapter 40, because he doesn't make promises that take from us, that expect anything from us. No, on the contrary, he does the opposite. He keeps his promise to us. He ensures that what he promises will and has come true, because he does the work to make it happen. God has kept his promise to us in sending his son, the good shepherd, to be born in Bethlehem. And at his birth, the angels would sing out the heavenly purpose for which he had come. Peace on earth. Goodwill toward men. The messenger that has come to speak from God is the one who has the title Prince 
of peace. He came to make peace with God the Father, to keep and ensure that promise of peace by offering his life on the cross so that you and I would find protection from all the things that would take advantage of us at the foot of that cross. He went to the cross so that you and I would experience pardon from God for all of our sins and the things that weigh us down. He would give up the protection and perfection of heaven to come as the messenger from God who would ensure that those promises of peace, pardon, and protection would come true for you. You see, rather than coming as just another malicious, manipulative messenger that would take from you, expect from you, instead, Jesus comes, taking on human flesh, becoming one of us, and rather than speaking those malicious, manipulative messages, he does the opposite yet again. And he allows those false messages, false words, malicious things to be spoken of him, spoken about him. And he endured death so that we would find protection and peace and pardon at the cross and the empty tomb. This message from God that seems too good to be true This message of peace, pardon, and protection spoken through Isaiah so long ago, it is trustworthy because the one who speaks it is trustworthy. Because the one who speaks it doesn't take from us like so many messengers do, but instead he freely gives himself. He gives of himself. He gives up himself. To ensure that what he promises has and will come true for you. So as we approach our Savior's birth at Christmas again this year. Living in that dark wilderness world full of sin. Take comfort. Find peace that God does come to you. Rather than coming with punishment and with vengeance, he comes as a loving shepherd who promises you that he will gather you to himself, that he will carry you in his arms, that he will lead you gently. Because you're his child, you are his lamb who he has come to rescue. This is the message that we most need, the message that we long to hear. And it comes from the messenger that we can trust more than any other. As you wander through the twists and turns of life, experiencing the challenge of being bombarded by messages that would seek to take advantage of you, to take from you, today there's a different voice that calls out to you. The voice of the baby born in Bethlehem. And that voice, that message, it can be trusted. 
It can be believed. It can be counted on. Because that child has gone to the cross and the empty tomb for you. He has defeated sin, death, and the devil once and for all. So this Advent, this Christmas season, as you are bombarded by false, malicious, manipulative messages offering you, promising you peace, pardon, and protection, we place our trust in the message God spoke through Isaiah so long ago because it has been fulfilled in his Son. It can be trusted and believed because we know that we can trust the messenger. In Jesus' name, amen.